2: Always Hold On to Smallville is brought to you by listeners like you: Tim Miller, John Curcio, Jazz Admaja, Chris Fuchs, John Lloyd, Atif Sheikh, Justin Maitner, Gavante Chilis, Molly Ficarella, Thomas Navin, Quentin Tracy, Mike Franz, Nathan McKenzie, Joe McIndoe, Trayvon Brady, Steve Rogers, Eddie Bissell, Cameron Minard, Nick Ryan Magdoza, Becca Zeifel, Tom Gerkey, and Eric Eels. Thank you so much to all these patrons and you too can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash hope to see you there
1: i'm michael rosenbaum lex luther and always hold on to smallville
2: And always holding to Smallville. On this podcast, we talk about each and every episode of the Young Superman show that ran from 2001 to 2011 on the WB and the CW. I'm your host Zach Moore, and I'm joined by Mr. Matt Truix. What's up, Matt?
0: Nothing much, dude. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great, man. So uh, Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. You're a host. Yes. Check it I out am. if you haven't. Uh, I've been on their show. You've been on this show a few times, uh, and so you're uh, now a regular contributor to Always Holding Smallville. So happy to have you back, Matt.
0: I appreciate that, man. I really like the idea of uh, being in with the uh, Patreon stuff lately, too. I'm sorry I missed the uh, first Honorable Mentions one, but I'm looking forward to number 10 favorite Smallville soon.
2: That's right. As you heard at the beginning of the show, we do have a Patreon. So go to <laughs> patreon.com slash with one ass to contribute. And here's some of the great exclusive content that we're offering to you over there. So Matt is a part of that as well. So, uh, so yeah, so today we're talking about Scare.
0: What are your memories of this episode, Matt? I don't have any memories of this episode, Zach. I remember um, the the scene with Chloe, um, seeing her mom slash her, you know? But, like, that's that's about it. So this was kind of fun mm-hmm. to uh, get, like, a <laughs> new episode of Smallville after, whatever, 19 years or something? <laughs> a fresh uh, episode of Smallville. Yeah, yeah. excuse me. I'm so sorry. A fresh episode of Smallville. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... Uh, but, like, from the start, too, like, is this the first... Like outbreak episode that they've done. I know Martha outbreak. Got
2: sick. Yeah, I you know I thought about that. I'm like, is this a movie plot of an episode? But it's more like a genre. Yeah, right? it's not like a specific. movie. Like so many m- movies and novels and genre TV shows have this kind of thing. And, and I believe, I believe it is. It, it does happen uh, a few times later on down the road. But this is the first time. Is it's like a, a thing sweeping through the town, right?
0: Yeah, and I feel like it. It is a genre thing. But I feel like that. Um, like the suit got. Uh, ripped when you're inside the thing and you got exposed when you're trying to be safe. I feel like that's very outbreak, especially like at this time before stuff like Contagium or the other ones that have come out. Right.
2: That's true. Yeah. The classic, like, like someone who's infected. You're wearing an environmental suit, but it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Right. Because they're gonna rip at least right they didn't through. do the like he didn't tell anybody for an hour and then he just fainted. Like, oh no, what happened? He must have been exposed. You know.
2: It's like the guy in the zombie movie. He gets bit, but like tries to hide it. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is before the zombie creation, although we see, we do see a couple of zombified uh, characters, it seems, in, in this yeah, episode for some reason. that seemed to be it's the like, go-to does, for
0: these dreams for a second.
2: How does that have to do with mental illness or uh. being, you know... And then Lana's zombie looked kind of like a leopard or something. I don't really know what was going on no, there that. But we'll, we'll get into it. But, yeah, so, so, so Scare... Um, it's it's like uh you know if you want to make a uh, a DC Comics analogy it's like they all got sprayed with the fear toxin right from the Scarecrow
0: yeah very much that Lex was working on it
2: right and this is before Batman Begins so this is really our first live action uh, live action fear toxin if you want to look at it that way and, but I, have and a I understand it was like,
0: after Terminator Three is that
2: correct I, I believe it was after <laughs> Terminator Three it's yeah, so, a uh, rise of the stock footage we'll get yeah, into that really. uh, during the episode but yeah so I mean really not not a lot of a pre. Uh, episode stuff to discuss, really, uh, but, uh, we can go ahead and jump right into it.
1: Scare. With all our safety precautions, how the hell does a lab explode? Well, when you're dealing with meteor rocks, it's very difficult to predict how our chemicals will react. Mr. Luther, we're, we're doing everything we can. After the alarm sounded, we sealed the room. All affected personnel have been quarantined and we're trying to fix the damaged pipes. You mean the bacteria is still leaking out? Only in that room. Once the situation is under control, I want the project dismantled. But, Mr. Luther, your father negotiated this contract with the military. We stand to make a lot if we can ever market the compound. And exactly what is the market? For toxins that invoke a person's worst nightmare before they fall unconscious, Dr. Ford? Well, think of the good. I mean, we could, we could disable the enemy without ever using violence. I mean, we have statistics to prove... My statistics aren't lying in those beds. My employees are. And I'm afraid they're not the only ones. What do you mean? Someone who was visiting the plant this morning is at the hospital right now with the same symptoms. Is he contagious? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. I mean, the bacteria can't be transmitted from one person to another. It has to be inhaled directly. And there's no need to call the CDC and panic the entire town. Now, where are we with the antidote? This will clarify when it reaches 1,000 degrees Kelvin, and, and then we can test it. What's ETA? Another five hours.
2: Scare is the 10th episode of Smallville's fourth season. It aired on December 1st, 2004, written by Kelly Saunders and Brian Peterson, and directed by David Carson. Now, David Carson is a familiar name to me, being a huge Star Trek fan. Uh, he directed many episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, He directed Star Trek Generations, uh, and he directed three episodes of Smallville, this being his final one. He directed Rogue back in season one. Uh, and then he directed Devoted earlier this season okay. and he closed it out with Scare. So uh so there a very wide range of episodes from David Carson.
0: And I get Devoted and Facade mixed up. Which one was Devoted?
2: <laughs> I think everyone does. Uh so Devoted yeah. is the one with the with the with the Caterade, the Kryptonite Gatorade. And okay, Facade cool. is the one with the plastic surgery. So
0: his plastic surgery, Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yes, cool.
2: But but they they were back to back at the beginning of the season and they're just the most high school. <laughs> episodes of the show <laughs> and it's very and like football is involved and yes I, I get them confused as well so this episode starts out and we have uh, clark in the loft and I'm studying or something mm-hmm. and then uh lana comes up a uh, very provocatively dressed and uh and you immediately you, you feel like something is off here like yeah. to to but to be honest like from lana's side i buy it Right, because it's like I feel like Jason's keeping secrets from me. Okay, this tracks, right? Right. But the way Clark, the way Tom Welling is playing it, like, like, and I enjoy it the way he's playing it, but he's really like, oh well, am I really the one you should be talking to about this? Like, yeah. he's really
0: having it up. Clark would not act this way. He's the penthouse letters of Clark Kent, you know. Like, <laughs> well, nothing would ever happen to you, you know.
2: Yeah. So, so she's all like, oh well, I, I feel like he came to smell him for another reason, and this, this all really does track because it does. I, I, I feel like this is the point, like, his mom showed up last time, last episode, Mm -hmm. and Jason's mom, and this is where they were like, okay, I guess we're gonna make them bad guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's my note
0: here, like, they must have figured it out at this point, because his line at the end of this, his last line before Clark pushes him away is basically like, Clark, or um, Talana, excuse me, Talana pushes him over the side, let's get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. Um... The last line he has is like Clark Kent can't, can't keep you safe. And I'm like, okay, so this is his dream, and his greatest fear is that he's he's the enemy to her now.
2: Yeah, it's 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 all vague enough where it will still track. At least right. they're smart enough now to not contradict themselves whenever Dude, they change their minds in the future. Because but, fans like
0: us are happy to drywall over the holes in the logic.
2: <laughs> <room>. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, this is this is Jason's dream. Okay, yes. which is which is funny because it's like. This 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 goes on for a good two three minutes and he is not in it. So I don't I don't I don't know Matt. How many dreams have you had where you just kind of show up?
0: <laughs> like so five none, minutes I was trying in. to look this up and I can't find anything solid. I found like one guy's um, answer that like it could happen, but I I do not trust on one of those like queero or like how do you you know ask me anything type sites and anyone can respond mm. to it. If your listeners have any insight into this, I'd love to know. But I, I can't imagine that you can be completely out of your dream. Like, maybe you could do a third-person dream? I don't know. What are your dream experiences, Zach?
2: Well, not like this. Although, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I you know, I will say, season four being as thirsty as it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it you do question, like, oh, well, maybe Clark's just Feeling the mood, feeling the vibe tonight. You know, maybe he's just acting this way because uh, c- c- you know they start like it gets pretty like a heavy makeout session uh, on the couch. You know, and then Jason yeah. comes in and pulls him off and starts beating him up. It is a clue that Clark gets actually beat up by Jason here, like he's bloody and stuff. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, gets well, this may be off not, Lana,
0: yeah, yeah, this
2: really not may not be all night, might be what it seems. And then he has those lines to lines like Clark can't save you from me, no one can. And you're like, oh, what does that mean, right? Oh, so, did Clark
0: I, get bloody? I don't remember that.
2: Yeah, he got like a bloody nose and stuff. Oh, so, okay,
0: good call. Uh, I didn't catch but then, that, but you're right.
2: Within within Lana and True Lana fashion, which I know you're excited about, is <laughs> she comes up to him and pushes him off the balcony to his death. Um,
0: <laughs> Lana kills. Is, I, I'm counting it. Yeah, for, for two seconds until he wakes up. But Lana kills. Yeah. man.
2: Lana kills a couple people in this episode. Although it's <laughs> yeah, although it's true. both dreams. So this is very appropriate that you're talking about this one since you <laughs> since you instituted that uh, that category. I'm uh, happy but to be that, here. What what happens in your dreams stays in your dreams. That's the way I see it. So that's not going to go on the tally board. That's fair. Um, but in my she head, does there push
0: two dream tallies on that. Yeah,
2: there you go. Put an asterisk by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's interesting that she kills both of her boyfriends
0: in this episode. <laughs> that's the,
2: their greatest nightmare is Lana killing them. It does say yeah, something. Uh, oh wow, I think. that's
0: interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So file that away. So what do you think of this as like, or the the. I think we should talk throughout, like, the greatest fear thing of it. Because, uh, like, with Jason, uh, maybe maybe we can't talk to this because I don't remember exactly how his character ends, just that it kind of goes off the rails. Well, but you with, don't like,
2: even know what his motivations are right now. Right, So it's right. hard
0: to say if this is accurate or not. So he's tough. Well, I guess we'll talk to the other ones when we get to it. But I, I want to know mm-hmm. if, like, I want to see if we can think of, like, something that's that's worse than that or if if we think that this was, you know, what their greatest fears really would be in this situation.
2: yeah. Like Lexus, for example, maybe, maybe, maybe the show thought it was going to be something else and changed it at the last minute. We'll talk about that. Oh. Uh, but
0: oh. <laughs> uh, someone's but, uh, got the companion.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> so Jason falls in the bar, and quote unquote, and then we have this transition to it's in real life, and he's in the Talon, right? And he falls from the upstairs to it like a table. There's always a, when they, if anyone falls off a balcony, there's always a table there to break their fall <laughs> and break, and it looks it looks more effective that way. But uh, so he does that. And then everybody's like, "Oh my god." People rush over to him and then Lana's upstairs and she comes down and and he gets him in. And, and and this and and so I've always been wondering like, okay, so he came to pick her up or something, she says later, right? Right. It's like does does he live there? Does he live with Lana and the Talon? And and I thought no for a long time because it would be very obvious, right? Like he's right. this teacher living with his student, right? I'm sure. And, oh yeah, that's right because he lived at the college. Remember he was going he went to um into central Kansas A&M, and there was, like, a whole scene or a couple scenes over there where he was there in his dorm room. His dorm room had a fireplace. This was in Run, by the no, way. No, I, I don't I, remember that. Okay. I I remember the absurdity of his dorm room having a fireplace. <laughs> they are so like, okay, I guess he lives there. But the thing is, in, at the end of this
0: episode, he kind of packs his bags
2: and leaves, and Lana's like, are you leaving? Like, wait, did he live there?
0: I know. <laughs> So well, it just." Yeah. And like, why are these pictures around? And all? Yeah, I I don't I don't know. Plus, it's, it it's talk about obvious. Like, in order to leave their apartment, they have to walk through a very crowded coffee shop where everyone's <laughs> going to be talking about him leaving this eighteen-year-old's apartment at you know seven in the morning every day. And can I say something to to Kristen Kurek's acting in this? Where like, you know, if throughout the season. But by the way, okay, I have a lot of things to say about Lana in this episode. <laughs> okay. But I feel like for once, like she was kind of given something real world to play and she she enjoyed it like when she's um you know upset and at jason's uh bedside at the hospital when chloe and clark come to visit like i buy it she's doing a really nice job and later on too even in in the clark dream i thought she played it really well like you see like the wounded kind of hurt lana that was so much of season one you know Um, but then when she like, kind of does the, I want to help, I want to try to help who knows how she's going to be able to help. But Mm -hmm. again, I, I really, I liked her acting and it kind of felt like, oh, finally it felt like she was reacting to like, I've got something actually real world adjacent to play here. You know, like I, I know how to play, I know what it looks like when someone's concerned about someone they love because they're in the hospital and they don't know what's going on and it's nothing with
2: witches or tattoos or anything like that, you know? Mm -hmm. no no i I agree i I think and i mentioned in the last episode too like Kristen kirk she's 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 in a good stretch here yeah Yeah, but see see, here's the thing and this perfectly details in the next thing i want to talk about we have a plus one for hospital visit for jason right Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know at what point do you desensitize that
0: everybody's in the hospital all the time yeah (laughs) because like she's very
2: concerned but haven't we been here like many many times and actually we have been as we'll talk about on the tally board
0: yeah, I think by your third season into a show where the stand, where a standing set is an ever expanding hospital, I think that's when you're pretty desensitized to it. But I mean <laughs> I, I like you I'm sure you remember this watching it growing up too. Like the idea that they were in the hospital every episode just seems so strange, but it was almost it became like a place where they hung out half the time, you know? Like that's <laughs> yeah. where that's oh, where hey, Lex, specific types of scenes happen. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we are we are in Jason's hospital room and uh chloe and clark come to see them and and i like how uh, i like how clark reacts to just them he's just kind of chloe's all like oh hi what's going on what's wrong and, yeah. and J- clark's like well what happened <laughs> like he's very <laughs> well he's, ha- he's it's hard for him to see them together like this because this, this is new right they're like together out in the open right and I, I like that little subplot of the episode because he even says later he's like it's just that you know by the time i found out about it they were so serious like there was no like Oh, this is happening now. It's like boom. These people are like in love and living together, possibly. So Yeah. And uh Lana expositions to them that uh <laughs> that Jason is in like a a panic state of a coma. Yes. Uh and his heart rate's going out of control, and and at some point uh they fear that he'll have a heart attack and die because uh you know you can only sustain that state for so long.
0: It's like he's experiencing some sort of extreme nightmare.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> by the way. I'd skipped it, apologies. Uh, in Jason's nightmare that we saw earlier, uh-huh. she, Lana tells Clark, "quote He's really starting to scare me." So that's an episode title. Set an episode plus one. So. Okay,
0: between like this episode is Smallville bingo. Not only do we have Lana kills, <laughs> but like the minute we see uh, Lex, he's got like there's walking talking at the plant. He's got so many <laughs> awesome line. We've got specialists flying in from Metropolis at like minute at least- five. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, oh
2: my god! Yeah, Matt, I I have I have thought of a new thing. Maybe I'll put, maybe I'll do it on the Patreon sometime, and and we can all watch an episode together or something. But Smallville
0: Bingo. That would be so much fun.
2: I love that idea. That's a great it's like Patreon
0: eat, extra or like you know yeah. between seasons something.
2: <laughs> the uh, Lex walking through the corridor, Clark Clark showing up. how, how the hell did you get here, security? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what the hell are you doing here?
2: This 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 episode truly would win smallville bingo cuz we're like 5 minutes in and we're already talking about all these things but yep. uh uh but uh, Chloe and Clark get sent to the Talon because Lana says, "Oh, Jason left his insurance card in my apartment. Could you guys go get it? I don't want to leave." So again, I'm like, "I guess he lives there?" Right. <laughs> cuz his insurance card is there. So this, I didn't really Th- because the I thought about it and then I and then I immediately moved it to the side because like well no as you said Matt it's really obvious unless there's a back door I'm unaware of in that apartment Jason going to and from there also we saw another place he lived to college but apparently they live together now so right. his insurance card the is at their place. thing is
0: is really damning later on I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs>
2: So, uh, so they're looking around, and, and, and this is where Clark is like he's picking up a picture of them together, looking at it, and and uh, Chloe, I love what Chloe says. She's like uh, Clark, I don't want to be Doctor Phil, but I think it's time you accepted that they're in a relationship. <laughs>
0: that, <I> mean, <laughs> that's so Chloe though, right? Like this is this is um, this is a uh, like John Edwards type line from her. <laughs> Just some some sort of Miss <laughs> <Ms. current>, Cleo. <laughs> she, I feel like she watched a lot of daytime television in the early two thousands. <laughs>
2: Well, not to be. Or judged maybe Judy the writers Clark, do.
0: Maybe that's what this is.
2: That's what it is. Yeah, I, uh, I I do. Again, not only that, but but she goes on to say, well, Clark says what he said about like just finding out about it, and it's hard for him to just get up to speed because he didn't know until they were serious. And then she tells him, we all keep
0: secrets for our own reasons. You all people should know that. It's like, oh, that's a smallville mm-hmm. bingo right there. That um, made me look up too. Like I thought, like, oh, did Alicia happen already? But no, she. <laughs> She's right. just very intuitive just, after four years of this. Yeah. Just around the corner, though. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Uh, th- then we uh, we find out that Jason had a, had a meeting at Luther Corp that morning, which Lana did not mention. So he obviously did not tell that.
0: Right. That probably is not have anything to do with this, though.
2: No, of course. No. When does when anything bad happen at the Luther Corp plant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Chloe going through Jason's phone. A uh, good thing he didn't have any text to his mom about like the master plan with Lana. Huh. <laughs> good point. <laughs> so just say it. They hadn't quite figured it all out yet. So right, they um, they
0: just know that he's gonna go bad. They know that in right. some fashion, I guess.
2: No, no one can save Lana from him.
0: Right. <laughs> Chloe and Clark go to LuthorCorp, and and I think I'd mentioned
2: this earlier. Like after the whole LexCorp thing and and you know that back and forth, mm-hmm. I was like, do we ever see the plant again? But actually, I take it back. We see the plant a bit in season four because because this is when Lex is doing experiments at the plant that go right. terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> oh, see, this um, this
0: is confusing to me because then I was thinking of like season five, the the barn raising episode when like um, they have to go sneak in. Like I guess that's, that the same, different... yeah, that's the same.
2: Yeah, that's 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 the same one though. That's right. to my knowledge. And then so they it's... just kept
0: using the same like dark blue corridor, corridor so, yeah. for every like in, luther like, in, like, like injustice. injustice yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. exactly okay. <laughs> smallville bingo there we go <laughs> There <it is. laughs> locations with should the totally be a part of smallville bingo
2: exactly so uh clark and chloe just stroll in here and and i guess chloe still has her uh, access badge she stole from that guy in season three because they just they just go right in and uh
0: <laughs> you say so man that was good
2: <laughs> and Clark Clark goes to talk to Lex although it's not like he called ahead or anything cuz Clark's like all right you go talk to Lex I'm going to snoop around and you know you think Clark would just show up and be like ah I going to see my friend Lex or something but instead he's he's just walking in some dark cor- corridor and as you said Lex, Lex Lex is like he's in his trench coat yep. like dynamic lighting he's strolling Clark what the hell are you doing, here? Are you doing it's here classic
0: <laughs> goes right to the phone wall like I need a guest to escort it out. Like yeah, no, that's, th- that's, no time.
2: Le, blah, blah. That's legit. Like that's legit. Like we're not buddies right now. We got stuff is going down. No, yeah. And, this is uh, this is
0: adult lex. I don't have time for your high school stuff right now.
2: And <laughs> I, I love I love that uh in, in the in the awesome con uh convention I went to last year and, mm-hmm. and Rosenbaum and, and Welling were there, like before they came out on stage, like they, they had the same kind of back and forth, <laughs> like like oh, on yeah. the microphones before they come out, it's like Clark. Clark, what the hell are you doing here? And he's like, "Lex, you have Lex, you have no security of this facility." <laughs> like, it reminded me of this. This is exactly what they were talking about because this, this is exactly what happens. So that's cool. Uh, he as you as you mentioned Metropolis, right? Yep. Lex says, "I just got in from Metropolis." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then and at the Clark- end of the
0: scene is, "I'll call in a specialist."
2: He's a specialist from Metropolis. <laughs> yeah. I I, mean, I really should. Like, I don't. I don't know how I would quantify it, but I really should have made a category like like doctors or specialists or lawyers from Metropolis. I think oh, here, mean? here we go. I'm I'm gonna put out the challenge. Uh, at some point, me and Corey Moore will figure this out because he's my stats <laughs> guy. Uh, dot dot dot. From Metropolis, right? That's mm-hmm. going to be the new category. And we're not going to add it just yet because we need to get the Ooh, numbers. Okay. Right. So Corey, wonder... take Go your ahead. time. I know it's going to take a while, <laughs> but uh, I think that's I think that's the key. Dot dot dot. From Metropolis, I'm flying in the best lawyers from Metropolis and the best doctors from Metropolis.
0: Right? Do, do you think there's going to be a a a significant fall off of that after season seven? Or I don't remember. Does Tess uh, know <sighs> a lot of specialists?
2: Well, they're in Metropolis, uh, and I guess I, I, I've waited I've waited too long. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, Corey, let me know if you want to do that, no, you're man. you're halfway not, it's through no big the deal.
0: actual Kansas, like, Smallville years. You're okay.
2: Right, right. Well, and, and then I, I want to find this commercial that Hulu posted on Twitter and I know I liked it or retweeted you saw it right? Yeah I think we Um, talked about
0: it on here but like it was I watched that and went oh my god someone
2: listens Like, someone is a huge fan of Smallville working in Hulu because they cut together like when Lex Luthor has a problem he knows who to call and it's this montage of like flying the best doctors from Metropolis it's it's a very (laughs) impressive montage I have no doubt they used I forget it's been a while but I have no doubt they used the scene from this episode and And I need to like I don't know when that was I have to like scroll back through my Twitter and find it but it was a great montage.
0: Yeah I don't remember when it got on the show came on to twitter but like m- maybe you can't say this i i truly was watching that going like all right they were looking at what do fans of smallville like i swear they would have listened to your show and heard that <laughs> once or twice and gone oh cool all right super cut that seems easy because it's in every episode well I,
2: I would be very flattered if that was the case so if anyone <laughs> on hulu is listening right now let me know if you want to talk to smallville you're like give uh, this guy
0: a free subscription he's been plugging <laughs> for here God for years sake! now <laughs> Come on, come correct, Hulu.
2: <laughs> so, Clark mentions to Lex what's going on with Jason, and and Lex is of course like, I I don't know. He seemed fine when he was here, and Jason had come in to do a job interview, which which uh, which makes sense to me. What about you, Matt?
0: I, I I don't remember the specifics of how he got fired, but like, there's part of me that's well, like, Le- oh, Lex we're got him fired.
2: Quickly? So Lex got him fired, so he right. felt guilty about it. Yeah.
0: That that's like the thing of like I I would imagine. You know, Jason, in, in another episode, if they needed it, I could see them writing him of just, no, the Luthers are dead to me, you know, mm-hmm. I'll never, I'll never deal with Lex Luthor again, but in this one, it's just like, yeah, I, I accept your apology, but can I be a plant manager, please? <laughs> plant
2: manager. Could, could he hire Chloe's dad back while we're at it? I thought we were going to uh, see him for a second. No, nope, nope, never again. He's nope. gone, <laughs> so, uh, but you know who we do see? It's Chloe's mom. Uh <laughs> yeah. Because... Cl- Chloe, what a segue so chloe wanders off into uh this dark room or i guess it was a normal room and then she got hit by the the scare the the, the fear toxin was called the fear toxin presumably
0: WPC. she had been hit before and this was just it was she was exposed to it and this was it finally taking over right
2: yeah, because there's a lot of discussion about oh no, it's contained within the plant, it's not contagious, right? Lex talks right. to his doctors later about this, uh, and then we find out oh no, the the explosion calls like a cloud and it like with, with it was
0: close houses in that radius, and, right? And it was like a two two they mile seem radius. They so. that the, k- the Kent farm is in that radius too, but all right.
2: No, no, they do not mention that. No, um, <laughs> but. She goes down this corridor. I like what they, they they use the set of like the the torch, but it wasn't the torch like they cleared everything out. Is so I figured that's like, what
0: it was or like some classroom. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, that that, that checkerboard floor gives it away, right? Yeah. Uh, but can you imagine that the set decorators out there? are like, "Are you kidding me? We have to take down all this stuff in the torch? <laughs> like that's going to take us like 3 hours." There's like a gorilla with a with a letter jacket on and the wall of weird and, the, and like the, the the rubber chicken, you know, <laughs> like all the
0: little things. This crew will get really well or really good at redressing those sets, though. You know, yeah. like this, <laughs> they can do that, that blindfolded by the end of season nine.
2: That is true. That is true. So, so it, it's a surreal environment. It makes sense because it's Chloe's world. So I, I like that again. Yeah. That's why Jason's fear doesn't make much. sense. Like, why are you in Clark's loft? Like, yeah. Have you ever you been know. to the barn? uh when he beat up Clark last time. So I guess there there is a precedent in <laughs> Devoted actually. It right? Because he doesn't beat now. up Clark. Yes. Oh man, he's been there before. Perfect. Man, Smallville, I don't give you enough credit. Yeah, take so, him. <laughs> Kelly Bryan, so, great job. <laughs> hope you guys take over the show one day. Mm. So Chloe's walking up and she sees someone who is clearly Chloe in a straight jacket. <laughs> yeah. Um you can tell by the Bob haircut. And it's like in the voice, escape, she's doing like Chloe. a little bit of
0: like a baby, you know, creepy baby doll type voice, but it, it's clearly her. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's like you can't escape. Yeah, and that all great. the women in our family have it, mm-hmm. and you know, and you know, she's she almost reaches to go turn this person around, but then she doesn't. Ah, uh, and then of course <laughs> and she, then does, she does, but and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's a zombie for <laughs> some such... reason. <laughs> it's like yeah, why does someone with a mental a illness have her? a zombie? Yeah, like you know what I think they might have been going for was you know the end of Psycho. Uh, oh spoilers have you seen psycho
0: wow yeah that that's a that's a poll but okay
2: i mean that's the that's what i thought of like you spin you spin the person around and it's like a skeleton or whatever so Mm. maybe that's what they were going for but yeah i mean that i would react why chloe reacted there (laughs) Yeah, Um, if you saw that do
0: you think here they're like we're gonna get we're gonna try to stunt cast her mom later on and that's why they haven't cast her here
2: yeah, yeah. So in the companion, it says that Lindsay Bourne portrayed Chloe's mom here. Maybe the woman oh. sitting in the chair until she turns around and she's Allison Mack. Like, uh, and I wonder if this is the same, like you know, fill-in actress they got in uh, Tomb as well next Maybe. year. We don't see Linda Carter Carter for two more years, and she has. Uh, she's a brunette there not a blonde like she is in this episode and next season
0: so oh that's funny okay that takes away what I was thinking for some reason I remembered Linda Carter in season four um no
2: she's season six
0: I so. wonder if if that woman playing Chloe's mom that's credited for Chloe's mom is her stand-in then because it really did it seemed like it was meant to once you knew what was going on look like her
2: mm, maybe so that's a good call you know you know who I always wanted to play Chloe's mom from this show and mm-hmm. they totally should have done it and it's great they got Linda Carter because Wonder Woman and Legacy casting but yeah, of course hear me out I've I've said this on the show before. I think Jillian Anderson.
0: Right? Oh, that would have been great
2: because Chloe is kind of like a, a scully. Oh, you know? uh, I, I'm and, sure and, she
0: wouldn't have cared that uh, Jillian wouldn't have like you know gone for the genre show of it. This is Jillian back in London, wanting nothing to do with genre. And don't doing, like, talk to me about aliens. Exactly. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but uh, yeah, she was. She would have been a little young, but so, but even so. Um, Oh, that she, really you know, would have had, been great. Had Chloe when she was 20, it would have waited since. So anyway, I think that would have been great casting. Uh, but hey, we got one romance that all worked out. Uh, so but yes.
0: Something to this too, like, I'm sorry, and then we can move on from Chloe's dream here. But like, they, they always laid or layered in these, like, what's going to happen to Chloe type things throughout the show. And I really, I really like them. I always liked the idea that like, there was always that kind of fear that she might die, you know, like, I, I liked where they were going here, and it it kind of feels missed opportunity later on, knowing that it's just kind of happy ending for her
2: well, they, um, they do that all the time. It's like Chloe's I know go I crazy. I, I, that's why I like Chloe, it so Chloe's fun. gonna Chloe's gonna get killed by Doomsday. Chloe's gonna right. give up her life powers to save Clark. Yeah. Chloe's gonna you know Chloe saved Lois. Now she's gonna die. Like every like <laughs> it's like okay guys, <laughs> we get that we don't know how her character ends, but let's just pick a lane and stick with oh Chloe Sullivan. We've never heard of
0: her. We're from the future. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, that was the best one. That was so exciting, especially that many years in, where it felt like, oh, we've got to hold on to as much cast as we can. Well, <laughs> but that's because she was going to
2: change her name to Lois Lane. That's why they hadn't heard of Chloe Sullivan. Anyway. Right, right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, this is uh, this is the first we hear of like because we heard about Chloe's mom uh, leaving when she was a little kid, you know. Right. But this is the
0: first um, mental illness. Yeah, um, this is the first because
2: we so we're not even sure what this is, you know. What I mean? no. We, don't, you know, because we there's no precedent for this. We find out at the end of the episode in the last scene with Chloe Clark talking, but I mean, you kind of get it, but then you're like, oh, okay, this is new. But anyway, it's not a retcon, but it is. Eh, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it at the last scene. It's
0: a late so, ad, yeah.
2: It's a late ad. We'll we'll be generous and call that. <laughs> Chloe Chloe uh, is running. She, she you know she's running away from this operation and this fear, and she's running through the. Um, through the corridors, there, the the corridors we were all very familiar with in this model mm-hmm. of, Luth- of Luther Corp. And and I like how like she's like holding her arms like she's in a straight jacket because in her, in her dream, in her nightmare, she's in a straight jacket. So yep, that, I was going to say the same there. thing. It was a nice detail. H- hilarious visual, though Clark riding the cart
0: with the security guard, right? I <laughs> know. And then what does he do? Like he almost like judo chops him to to yeah. knock him out. Like it looked like an Austin Powers move, you know?
2: <laughs> Austin Powers again with the carts and security. Yeah, so. good point. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Why did he have to knock that guy out? Because it's know. like, oh, here's a woman who's in distress. Let's help her and get her to the hospital. That's all that needed to happen there. Instead, he just knocked this guy out for no reason.
0: So. It's, it's glory hogging. It's not. It's not a good color, Clark.
2: Yeah, anyway, uh, so so Chloe does go to the hospital. She, we never see her physically at the hospital. We also never see the kids physically at the hospital. Right. Uh, but should we count these as hospital visits, Matt?
0: Because so, Cl- yeah.
2: Clark tells Lex everyone else is
0: in the hospital, so... Yeah, no, I, I mean, we basically live in the hospital in this episode, so anybody <laughs> that got admitted, I, I think, counts, okay. even if we can't see them.
2: Ma- main character. I mean, we, it's like an epidemic, so I'm not going to count, like, look at all the people who are, you know. No, uh, yeah, But yeah, yeah. You guys understand what we're doing. So, anyway... Uh, so then we we, we uh we, we cut uh to commercial we cut back and it's uh Lex talking to a scientist and this is uh, Otis.
0: No way.
2: Malcolm Stewart is the actor. This is his second of three appearances on Smallville. Uh he was in season one as a as Lois Lane's mom in Craving. Okay. Uh he was Amy Adams. <laughs> uh he's in this episode as Otis, and then I always thought like, Oh yeah, that's cool, he comes back. Like the same character comes back later on in Onyx in the episode where uh, Lex gets into too, right? Awesome episode. Um, yeah. No, that's a different character, Doctor Sinclair.
0: So that's so weird. Because with that with I, that name, you think that they're trying to do something and you know, they're trying to reference.
2: Yeah. No, I mean you would assume so. So I'm just gonna say that this is the same guy. He doesn't die in this episode. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna. So what, I'm just gonna say that Mr. Melville, after Clark blew up his greenhouse, <laughs> 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 he got a job at Luther Corp. Right? Yep. And uh, and then, you know, he died in Nautix. So, spoilers. So, anyway, oh. uh, nice three-episode run from Malcolm Stewart here. It's just so odd that, that he would come back as two different Luther Corp scientists, like, just mere episodes apart from each other. Yeah,
0: and again, with one of them being a reference.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, and and then there is a Otis in the Smallville season eleven.
0: I was just going to say comic that. books. Yep. Yeah, uh,
2: who is who is very much like uh, the Otis from Superman the movie, the Ned Beatty character, who were, who who is being referenced by this name. So, yes, uh, but then this is a big exposition scene uh, where they're like, and there was an. Lex is like, how can we have an explosion in this facility? <laughs> like, you know, I, I bought it though. What about you?
0: No, I totally bought it. I, I liked. Um... I was I thought that, you know, villain Lex might come through at some point in this episode. But he, he was like he was just concerned Lex guy. how many times still, did he say my employees?
2: Yeah, he still cared about his personnel. Like this is a very big change between like season six, right? Yeah. Where he's yeah, letting but, like fan, Phantom Zone criminals just mow down employees.
0: <laughs> yeah, and especially like, you know, when you first see him you think you're gonna get kind of villainy Lex, but he's just like I've got to save this plant and do what I can for my my employees. I like it.
2: And we find out that, that it's that the, the doctor tells him Doctor Otis here tells him that the con- disease is not contagious; it's contained in this room. So you're thinking to yourself, well, how did Chloe get infected? You know, right. that's, yeah. but then we find out later that it did spread earlier. Uh, but uh, Lex points out, like it's it's pure like these are, this is information both these characters should know and not need to talk about, <laughs> but they <laughs> need to talk about it for us to know. So it's like, uh, well, your father set up this this contract with the military for this toxin. He's like, Oh, to bring up someone's worst nightmares. How is that going to help? He's like, well, you could knock out a whole well, uh, enemy without having to fire a shot. You know? Were you so, really
0: not at that it, board meeting, sir? Cause we went on. Yeah. This. yeah.
2: They established what's going on here and it works. And it does make sense. Like I, I buy this. Like I'm actually surprised. I would be surprised if the, our actual government isn't working on something like this. To be oh, honest. Totally. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, uh, we uh, get Clark back at the Kent uh, Kent Farm, talking to his parents about the uh, about the situation, and uh, Lana shows up and uh, she uh, she wants to help because people are starting to die. Like the first person has died now, uh, and so she's getting really concerned about Jason and stuff.
0: Right, and, and they they played the This was like one. And again, I like her acting in it, but this was one note in the episode where I'm like, okay, what what is she gonna do? Like, what uh, yeah. what, is she, what does <laughs> Lana something. Lang coming here saying that to the Kent's actually mean, you know. And like it, well, I, I help like you assume Clark's on the case. The so Clark's like, "Oh, well, I'm just going to wait it out." But <laughs> exactly. It, it kind of felt like that like I know you're trying to hero this Clark, so let's do this, Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. So
2: uh so then uh we th- this is where the first deleted scene in the episode would be. There are two deleted scenes. Um and the first deleted scene is Lionel in prison. And uh he's won a chess game against a fellow inmate. And then uh, he's like, "Oh, I thought you beat me." He's like, "Oh, that's because you took your eye off the objective," you know. So, uh, <laughs> it's a very good scene. This is like an A plus scene from John Glover, as
0: always, right? But he's talking uh, I to like have the to ba- admit to you that you told me to watch the cut scenes and then I totally forgot. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, thanks, bad co-host, Matt. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: uh, so,
2: so, but yeah, I'll explain that as, as you'll, is... you'll really see why in, in the second, the uh, lead scene. Okay. But he he's talking about how like. You know, he spent his whole life trying to cheat the system and all this. It's it's very interesting. like you really see the Lionel has really changed here, mm. um. And uh, he and this other like this other inmate comes up to him and is like, "Oh, you think you're in charge?" He's like, "No, but do you?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, these people would stab you in the back if they had a chance." And so it's it's very interesting uh, to see like Lionel like genuinely just. Being a good guy and looking out for other people and trying to like mentor these these other inmates and stuff. I'm watching uh, the
0: scene on YouTube right now. I also just looked <laughs> ahead in this video to see what you're talking about with the other cutscene. I can't wait for it. This um, is this is top notch
2: podcasting, folks. Let's... Yeah,
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently watching what you're discussing on YouTube. You're um, right, though.
0: I like, I like even his stance of, like, he, he feels like a teacher in a movie of just, like, I'm <laughs> going to help these inner city kids out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I really like this scene. And, again, with season four, like, I don't know what they could have done, moved around. Um, you know, what they should have done <laughs> was just <laughs> cut the Jason nightmare, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, just yeah. entirely. Like, I, I don't know how you would maybe start out with him in the hospital, I don't, I mean, I think there's a way you could have done it. I don't know, but it's just consistently season four has so many deleted scenes and so many of them are, like, good just on their own and then, like, actually help the story a lot. Right. And I, I, I wish they would have made some different choices uh, well, editing season four together. So.
0: I also wish that the, the show itself had focused more on the fact that their villain is in prison for most of this, you know? like it, Well, it, uh, it,
2: for, like, three episodes, and then he's out.
0: <laughs> because... Well, yeah, No, I mean, like, I, I wish that the show had, had looked... Maybe that's why we like season four a little bit less than (laughs) most other seasons. Well, it's
2: just a missed opportunity. He could have done more Hannibal Lecter stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. He could have had
0: fun with the fact that he's behind bars, but he's still this huge presence in our lives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And
2: we get a a guard comes and says, Luther, the warden wants to see you. So he walks off. And then we would transition into the scene we see in the episode itself. Uh, which is him walking out of the room mm-hmm. and talking to the warden, and the warden basically tells him that his conviction has been overturned and that uh he's going to be released and he doesn't want to be released. He feels like uh he he is he he's here not for the crime that he was convicted of. But I love how he just <laughs> yeah, not, even though he's good he still will not that. admit. Yeah, he's so that makes me question like, do you think he killed his parents? Yes, I I'm do. starting to question it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But but he admits to some other stuff. He's like he's like I I've spent my life cheating this system. I even I bribed the bailiff up to the President of the United States and they told me I would never see the daylight again. You know. Um, <laughs> I also I, I liked
0: that President of the United States line because of course someone like Lionel would would angle for some sort of pardon and, like that.
2: And have access to that as well. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so so W did not pardon him, so good job, George. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so he he's very he's but that's the thing, right? He's being so honest about all this other stuff, but he's still like, No, I didn't kill my parents.
0: <laughs> like he takes
2: that to the grave. So whatever. At least it's consistent, like you said. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it was Morgan. What do we know? I don't know.
2: But the mm-hmm. the uh the warden's like, this is not the Rick's Carlton. You can't just check in and out whenever you want. <laughs> you
0: know? I like this actress too. I don't think I don't remember her if we'd seen her before.
2: No, I don't think you know, uh, top-notch podcasting again, let me look her up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, season four, my IMDB. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so the warden is played by Samantha Ferris, who I really don't recognize her or anything. Although she was in the forty-four hundred, Stargate okay. SG One, uh, Supernatural, of course, because you it's know, <laughs> Marvel season four, Supernatural factory. Um, <laughs> did she get an Yeah, she looks. Uh, you know, I didn't see X Files, but yeah, I didn't right? go back that far. But uh, she, she did a. Uh, she had one of those familiar faces where it's like I feel like I've seen you in a show before, but uh, yeah, I really yeah. Like- so, uh, so yeah, someone has uh, orchestrated this, obviously. And I was like, who could do that? Who, who, who could get me out of prison? And she's like, I don't know. Someone more powerful than you. And he's like, hmm. So you, you wonder. I wonder who did this. And the writers <laughs> and the director wonders who does this. So <laughs>
0: the yeah, show yeah, doesn't know yet. Zach, I don't think either <laughs> of us know who did
2: this. No, we, we don't, and neither does the show at this point. So we're all in the
0: same boat. Uh, it's so going to be. Is, our, is it? Is it Genevieve? Well, here, yeah, I'm gonna
2: talk about that when we get to the scene in the limo at the end because there are three characters who okay. could have been... <laughs> because we've seen multiple yeah. big black limos show up and let people out of places. So, oh, um, I can think
0: of I can think of two, but I look forward to well, your theories. Well,
2: I right. mean, t- two go. I mean, Bridget Crosby and Doctor Swan are like kind of the same, I guess. So either them or Genevieve Teague. Okay. Um, yeah. Or okay. Morgan Edge? No, he's dead. Um, so uh, this Lionel thing, especially when you cut out the deleted scene. It feels just so random. It's like, why are these two scenes in this episode? Yes. <laughs> like I guess John Glover wanted to get him yep. on this I, like you, you could have done more with the A plot and just put this in another episode. Um because I mean you had to, you had to, to delete one of the three Lionel scenes anyway.
0: <laughs>
2: so why don't you just I don't I don't know. It's just just odd. I understand weekly T V and you can't map everything out and they wanted to get these these pieces in place to, to move right. forward, but I think you could have waited a week. But anyway. Maybe,
0: maybe but maybe they needed them out for the next well, we'll see.
2: So uh, we have Lana helping Clark at the Talon. At the Talon, see (laughs) the torch. I do that all the time. Plus, it's Lana, so that's a double uh, double trick me there. Uh, But Lana is helping Clark at the torch here, uh, investigating. They're looking up like the 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 weather report, basically. Right. (laughs) And there was a a cloud, a two mile cloud, uh, and and Clark's like, well, was probably an explosion or something. Because why would a cloud be like that? They they only last for a certain amount of time and stuff. Um. So at Chloe's house was in the ricketyest. They mentioned that. So was uh, yours, as you said, dude. Yeah. So is everyone's house. Apparently, <laughs> so was this whole town. They decide, okay, well, this must be what happened here. Uh, so they're gonna go investigating. Uh, but before they can, Lana gets hit by you know uh, this. Uh, apparently, her house was there too. Yep. <laughs> you know the, well, yeah. She's right was? next door to
0: the I guess. Kents. <laughs>
2: yeah. I guess, oh wait, uh, no, Talon. Uh, that's yeah. the old. That's the old house. Yeah. Sorry, but um, so. Wanna? Uh, she. This is. This is very kind of uh, when it starts out very effective. I think in surreal, mm-hmm. like she's like covered in a sheet and she's dead, and then she wakes up and uh, or gets up off the slab, so to speak, and and she pulls off all these tarps of all these people. Now I want to I want to talk about who these people are and who's yes. and who is not here. <laughs> so she sees her mom. Okay. Uh-huh. She sees Chloe, her adopted sister, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sees Jason, her current boyfriend. Okay, mm-hmm. these all check out. Uh, who does she not she, Who does she not see? She doesn't see uh Henry Small, her nope. actual father. <laughs> she sees the guy that was her mom's husband. <laughs> like I like the guy, I would say the guy that raised her, but he was only around for like three yeah, years. So
0: I get what you mean. I was just about to say that too. Yeah. It's like
2: why is she still connected to this to this guy? Um, to like as if she has any memories of him, right? Right. And um and you know, we we do see this isn't the last time we see the Lions, We see them uh, in season five when she uh, when we have our the Lioners episode. Uh, but uh, we'll oh yeah, that. another one. Yeah, okay. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Aunt Nell also not here. Doesn't care about her. Nope, couldn't uh, care. And maybe I don't know. Maybe Clark or Lex making a no.
0: Okay, sure. So anyway, I'm, I'm kind I just, of surprised Clark isn't in here, and that they went with Jason instead of it. But
2: well, I mean that's the current boyfriend. Like like especially if you're gonna have Jason. Right? If you're going to have Clark, you have to have Jason. If you have Jason, you don't have to have Clark. But, you know, someone who, in the initial drafts of the script, was supposed to be here mm-hmm. was was Whitney.
0: That would have been, oh, been great.
2: That would have been great. but that would have been awesome. I understand why they didn't just bring someone back to be a a, a corpse, corpse yeah, on the table. Like, that. like the, these laying actors, I don't even know if they're the same ones. They might be. Maybe they're just extras who live in Canada. I don't know. No, No disrespect to them. But, yeah. I mean, they were never really characters on the show, right? They were like... You know across the street and like hit by a meteorite, and that's all there was to it.
0: But I would um, even take like a soldier or a, a guy laying there in the jacket with you know Fordman or whatever.
2: Oh, like Fordman tags or something yeah. that would work. Yeah, that that's a very Smallville. We can't get Michael Rosenbaum. Let's show Lex <laughs> move.
0: <laughs> let's put uh, him in a mask.
2: <laughs> Darth Lex. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right because I think part of the part of the thing was like people do keep leaving her life, right? So it would make sense to have people like Whitney, yeah. and people like Henry Small because they were here and now they're gone, and Aunt Nell, right? That's three people right there this would apply. Lana has not left. Uh, Lana. Chloe has not left yet. Jason has not left yet. Right. Right. Hell but they've been
0: there. They were living to you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is the top she's he's more of a dad to her than her actual dad, or, exactly. or not actual actual dad. It's very confusing. Mm. Uh but anyway, so she's pulling off all these tarps and you know, seeing all these people, and then and then she sees this other body down the way. And I was like, is this gonna be like what, like Genevieve Teague or something, right? Or Isabel, <laughs> right? I was but worried it is Lana. Be Isabel. Yeah, me too. But it is Lana, and she has like this zo- again with the zombie stuff. Uh, yep. But it's she's kind of like a leopard, like she has spots or something. She's, I mean, <laughs> did you see this? You know what I'm
0: talking about? Yeah, it's it's like she's she's been decomposing or something, right?
2: Yeah, and she's like, they're Apparently. all going to leave you. Yeah, and of course, Jason does leave at the end of the episode, so it is kind of like a self fulfilling uh, prophecy there. But uh, but I, you know, we, you're talking about if these nightmares track, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with I mean, Jason's we don't know enough about him, so whatever. Right. Uh, It just and it doesn't it's different than all the other ones do because he mainly he's not in it for the first half. Um, Now, Chloe's tracks, I think her just recently finding out about this, like, absolutely forefront on her mind. It's a little Um, strange
0: because we as an audience know her very well and we don't know this about her. But but I do mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, that added bonus of like, this is how we're going to introduce this, this fear that's going on with her. And then
2: Lana's checks out as well because that's always kind of yep. in her thing, like people leaving. So, so even like at the end of uh, uh, what was that uh, Skinwalker, I guess she's crying with Clark, and she's like, "You're the one good thing in my life, and I want you to leave too, right?" <laughs> uh, but not in her, not in his, not in her dream here. So no, I guess no. she got over that. Uh, but excellent. yeah, so yeah, so these tracks, so they're two for three with the dreams, I think, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. So they're uh, they're working on a, an antidote, uh, uh, Otis and Lex, <laughs> and. Uh, they go in. They go. They're gonna go into like the quarantine area. The room. The, the explosion yes. happened, and and they get their outbreak suits on. And and as you said, like Lex is like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go in there too, right? Uh, yeah, uh, it's the one the of my employees. Suits. I have to go in. Yeah, the, an employee. Because Luther Corp, you're like family. Um. <laughs> so so they so they go in there. Otis and Lex, and they have their hazmat suits on, and uh, they 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 have they have a test antidote, and they they want the Otis is like, we gotta test this on like. Like animals or something, and Lex is like, No, there's no time. We have to do this now. My employee's about to die. So they inject the guy, but then he like freaks out and like rips Lex's hazmat suit. And like it's not like he had a knife or a sharp object, just his hand. Like I I don't know. I've never tried to rip a hazmat suit because, you know (laughs) for obvious reasons. But I don't think I don't think a person should do that.
0: No probably well, you know, this guy always had really long nails and that was kind of a problem. So (laughs) it's probably there there it is. Adrenaline, maybe. I mean panic
2: attack. So we'll go with that. Um, uh, but Otis, he does say, uh, uh, no, that's not, that's not him. Uh, it's the, it's the next doctor. He says, we had no idea what we're really dealing with. Like in another Smallville, take a shot. Right, like, but no you guys I- made no it.
0: How do you not know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: it's either him or the doctor at the hospital. I think it's him who has appeared in other episodes as well. Uh,
0: but, hey, uh, By the way, before we get called on it, I'm watching it here. He pushes Lex back into that those pieces of lab equipment that exploded, and the pieces of lab equipment are what rip his suit here.
2: Ah. Oh, I think I was mm. taking notes as that was happening. Yeah, I was like, no, that's it, stupid. He ripped easy, his costume. If he were looking
0: away, <laughs> that would not make any sense, but I think he, he got himself on uh, some of the, the metal behind him.
2: See, Matt's lack of preparation paying off. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Uh, so, uh, so, okay, fair enough, Smallville. I take it back. <laughs> so uh, we, we cut to uh, commercial, I guess, I think. Tell mm-hmm. me, Matt.
0: You're watching the episode yes. right now. <laughs> and then back to Doctor. I never remember his name, but I really do like yeah, the actor.
2: Do- doctor who's in lots of episodes. Uh, let's see. Uh, doctor Scanlon. Uh, played by Jerry Jerry Westerman. And I had a whole thing about the doctors and what their names are uh, in our episode last season on Resurrection. Okay. So if you want to hear me talk about all that, take a listen <laughs> to the first like 15 minutes of that episode, because the way doctors are credited is all wrong. You know, like they, they use actors' names for some, and then they use the wrong ones for others. And the companion says one thing, the episode says another, the script says something else. So it's all very confusing. But the old crusty doctor, the old crusty white guy yeah. doctor at the smallville medical center, he's the one who, that always responds we have, who to like, like
0: "Oh God, you again? I don't have time, yeah. man."
2: He's like I'm dealing with a lot here, and and so but Lex doesn't know at this point, right? Because Otis has told him, oh no, it's only this room. You know? Right. Lex doesn't know that there was a cloud and like the whole town is is under uh, under the influence now of this stuff. Not under the influence uh, on the tally board, sir. I use sorry I used that phrase, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but but Clark brings uh, Lana in here, so we have a plus one uh, for Lana at the hospital. So three so far.
0: Again, they're leaning really hard into good guy Lex here when he realizes that there are people being admitted. He, he tells the doctor. You know, like he, he's trying to do the right thing.
2: So, this is not what Lex would do a couple years from now. Absolutely. No. So, uh, so yeah, he's, he maybe they should have been working on this kind of thing, but he's trying to make it right. And that's right. what early Lex does in the show. Uh, because even Clark's like, Did you know about this before we talked? And uh, Lex doesn't look. I didn't know. I thought it was contained in Luther Corp. You have to believe me. And Clark's like, Yeah, okay, whatever, Lex. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but then Clark looks to his side, uh, and there's a meteorite explosion. Yeah. And apparently, there's a second meteor shower. Now, what? What? What a stupid idea that would be, Matt. If they had a second, can you believe, can you imagine if they had a second meteor shower on this Don't show? Worry. That would just be
0: oh, stupid. Only ever in dreams, Zach.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, they they wouldn't be dumb God. enough to actually do that in the real show. For um, the end of this year or two. Where? Where? Where do those meteors come from? <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, they they went the other way. You know, <laughs> it's just like anyway. That that that's a discussion for commencement. But uh, but it, so the show foreshadowing itself a little bit. Uh, a little so bit. like I, actually, Brian Peterson and the companion had this to say: "Quote, Clark's nightmare of the meteor shower. We intended for that to pay off. I don't know that we knew it would be in the finale, but later in the season, we wanted to pay it off. So vote planning right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> from the words of the writer <laughs> producer. Uh, it so, also
0: looked." awesome like it, obviously they had a bit of an explosion practical explosion in the hospital to throw mm-hmm. whatever gurneys and stuff around but then even mm-hmm. the the visual effects um in the parking lot shot and when it hits lana's room like it just looks great
2: i 100 agree I, I think i think this is really effective yeah. uh,
0: i mean obviously it's not as intense
2: as the pilot which was the no whole but it's scary thing but yeah, no, it looks it looks really good. I I am gonna keep an eye out. I wonder if they're gonna use stock footage of this when the second meteor shower does happen. Sure, <laughs> sure, because the those
0: cars in the parking lot could be cars in the parking lot at right. a graduation ceremony, huh?
2: Exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, this was very effective. And, and then so so Clark rushes in to check on Lana, and he and he gets hit by a meteor. You know, which is like that should kill Superman, I would yeah. assume.
0: But it's a According dream. According to Superman so, Returns, it's just going to hurt him a lot. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Not only can he lift up a continent full of it, he can do it while a piece of it's in his back. Yep. So anyway, uh, that's that's the, see, that's the thing for me, Matt, And Superman Returns. like I, I'm willing to accept he could lift that continent because it was diluted, it was spread out, whatever, right? Right. But the fact that he had a Shard of Kryptonite in his back, no, yeah. absolutely not. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, they got the on. big
0: pieces out, but
2: anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little ones that do the most damage. Yeah, apparently. So... Uh, so Lana uh, picks up some meteor rock, and Clark's like, "Oh, you have to help me! Uh, I'm from a planet called Krypton." She's like, "You're not even human! Mm-hmm. You're the reason my parents are dead. You killed my parents, right?" And I'm I like, loved this! This is exactly what Clark's worst nightmare would be, yep. right? When he finds out he came with a meteor shower." Right, even you go back all the way to like the pilot and Metamorphosis. Right, mm-hmm. he says like, "Man, like I brought so much destruction here. Like, like Lana's parents died in this meter shower." When he sees her on the wall of weird, right, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, don't worry, Clark. It's not your fault." He's like, "Eh, you know." Um, so this tracks for me as well. This is for been to be his worst fear.
0: Oh, this one, this one's perfect, and it escalates. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse for him. Like, I, I agree. This is exactly what he would fear. This is this is the worst version of this. And then as Lana is prone to do, she kills him.
2: <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
0: stabs
2: him with a piece of meteorite. Shivs
0: him, man. Yeah.
2: Oh man, just like Lex Luthor in Superman Returns. So and again, uh, her
0: acting here is really good and hurt and like kind of, kind of dreamy out of it, but also weirdly like juvenile and little girl. It's just it's good. It feels it feels creepy and and dreamlike you know
2: also i mean like by this point in the episode you know that it's like not real right. but like they didn't do like i mean with chloe and lana it was very obvious when like we're in the dream world now right yeah. but with clark he just kind of looks over and like there's an explosion so if you're caught up in the moment you really you're you're kind of you can kind of question it like mm-hmm. if this is this real or not but anyway I, I this is very effective and 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 very well done just across the board special effects story and acting so good job by all involved in this in this sequence here um, so and let's keep this the dream sequence, okay? Don't bring back a second meter shot. Please. <laughs> After Lana stabs him with the kryptonite, he wakes up. So that's not suspicious at all, right? No. <laughs> <It's> the only <laughs> guy to wake up, even the doctors like Clark. Like we have to, uh, the, you know, this is. I need to do some studies on you. He's like, no, I have to go because yeah. thinking about Lana saying that, uh, Lana saying that her parents had died made Clark think about his parents. Um, so oh, I he I like you putting home. that
0: together. I, I like that they didn't really talk about it. He just woke up and and knew he, that he woke had to go check up and he said,
2: them. "Mom," I think. Uh, oh. So, is that oh. that or Martha? <laughs> 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 I have to say mom. Martha. <laughs> Uh yes, so because we all refer to our mothers by their first name, not mom. Yeah, uh, course. but yeah, he he woke up and he said mom, and I think that was them trying to tie it together. And that's why he rushed home. Uh, but then he you know he goes to he goes back home and and he sees the kids and they and they really okay this would as Clark says at the end, it's an unsettling thing to come home and see your parents passed out and stuff like this, right? Oh yeah. But I had to laugh the fact they just they just went over the top with how much stuff. Can they break yeah. when they pass out? Because Jonathan has, like, knocked over a lamp and there's glass. Martha, not only has she dropped a tray of muffins, also there's a phone that is off the hook and the busy signal is going. It's like, guys, yeah. tone it down just a little bit.
0: I love the muffins ad. And also I felt like the implication later on, because Martha's got just, like, a weird look to Clark when, when they're talking about what happened. Like, I think she hit Jonathan with the lamp. <laughs> oh yeah, someone did a real number on the lamp back Yeah, there. <laughs> I really. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and she's just got a strange look to him during that scene. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay.
2: But you know, uh, of course, you know, he takes him to the hospital. We have a plus two because when he shows up at Luther Corp, uh, he's like, they're in the hospital now. So that's you know, total of five um, so far. And uh, Otis is like, how'd you get in here? And Lex is like, it's okay because it's Clark, yeah. you know. Um, and Clark <laughs> offers to use his blood, right? Because he he woke uh. up. Right, because Lex is like, "What happened, Clark? When I left you, you were passed out in hospital bed, right?" right. And again, file this away in the hey, Clark's immune to things that normal people aren't. Let's mm-hmm. put that in the on on the wall of weird, so to speak. Um, but uh, but but I, I like Clark, Clark, and whenever whenever presented with this problem. Clark will always do the right thing, even if it's like, oh, no, they're going to find out my secret. Like, the Kinsen didn't yes. talk about this at the end, but they're like, we don't have time for another antidote. This needs to get up to 3,000 degrees. You know, all, all these things are going on, right? So Clark offers to use his blood, like he, but then the scientists, Otis and Lex both say, look, that would take years to, like, analyze and figure that out. We're sorry. Although, by the time Season 9 happens, he just needs to bleed on somebody, and they can be <laughs> they can be healed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're Kryptonians, so we're gonna overlook that. Right. But that, that, uh, but, is such, uh,
0: that is a very Clark Kent thing, and, and there's there's parts of how the character is played in the show that just don't always feel like he's gonna be the Superman we know for me. But like that, that almost goes to like even like the Man of Steel things of like, should I have not saved those people? Like he he will always look to the sacrificing himself is not gonna be an an issue for him if he thinks that it can help someone.
2: -hmm. And and that's a pretty consistent thing, I think. As you said, Man of Steel, Lois and Clark, you know, all all interpretations of Superman, like that. That is a core trait that I think pretty much all of them get correct, even even the the more divisive ones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's just nice to see them uh, them hit it pretty well here. Mm -hmm.
2: But, but but Clark's blood is a recurring thing on Smallville, right? We had the whole thing within season two and three, right. and then as I mentioned, season nine. So, uh, <laughs> but that is a thing. Like, and, and I I I like that. I like that they that's always it's like in Heroes because I you know I'm contractually obligated to mention Heroes as often <laughs> as possible. Uh, you have Claire's blood on Heroes, and once okay. you once you introduce magic blood, that can resurrect people. You've kind of jumped the shark. Now we don't we haven't really established like all the things that Clark's blood can or cannot do. Right, uh, and he he is an alien. Right, So it's the, there's some wiggle room there. But uh, but anyway, I'm glad it's not just like an instant resurrection device. Like it, No, like that's it's tears heroes. later on, too. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, tears. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Lex, uh, Lex tells her, oh, it's one of the two of them, tell Clark, we have to wait like four more hours because this has to heat up to 3,000 degrees Kelvin. Right. Uh, So, so you know, what do you do? You just blast it with heat vision, and instead of blowing up, <laughs> it heats up the <laughs> oven. Uh, now, I, I, it's fine. I understand. But that is, that is kind of suspicious, Right, oh, like if I were Alex and they be like at
0: each other, like with no explanation of how yeah. that happened, just like I guess I'm, I'll get the vials now.
2: Well, see, I would be like if I were them. Really, if, this was, if that really happened, they'd be like, "Oh, well, I think something must be wrong with this batch. Let's start over." <laughs> right, right. And I'd be like Clark, Clark, be like, "No, no, you don't understand. I heated I it up for y'all." <laughs> so,
0: yeah. What is going on with this lab today? Jeez.
2: Oh man. So yeah, it's just it's it's. Would you? I guess they're desperate at this point, right? But if right. something you know something's supposed to take four hours and then it just happens immediately. You would be a little suspicious.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, Especially if it's right uh, in front of you as it's going.
2: Right. But Otis says, this time we're going to test it on someone first. And Lex is like, no, there's no time. There's but no my time. My employees are dying. Uh, so Lex really cares about the Luther employees. Uh, and he uh, he injects himself with the fear toxin. Well, that, that's something that Otis said earlier. He's like, it's like the flu vaccine, right? There's there's a trace element of the you know, virus, right. right? Or bacteria in it to kill it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what a lot of people don't get about you know, vaccines and stuff. And that's why... Matt, what are your thoughts on anti-vaxxers? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, let's get into
0: that, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I missed measles so much. It's great that it's bad.
2: (laughs) So anyway, uh, Lex injects himself with this. And then uh, we get a flash to some stock footage of uh, (laughs) season one, episode six, Hourglass, where he's the president of the United States. A vision that he did not see. Uh, and then we get some more stock footage from Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. We joke about this being yeah. in novel all the time. It's really only in it twice, but the fact that it's here with something from another episode makes you think it's like three times. Right, and it's tied <laughs> over- to this
0: thing that, like, especially for fans, is such a huge part of of the teasing in the show. Yeah, you the President Lex thing. President yeah. Lex. So the the
2: the thing about the thing about the the President Lex thing is he didn't see that.
0: Yeah, uh, so is this the first time that this has come into his head, I guess?
2: So, I, I might assume his greatest fear, like, well, okay, so it's really cool to see this, right? Let's just say that, right? This is a cool sequence. You see President-elect, you see the world get destroyed, right? Yep. Um, and it's not surrealism like it was in season one. Uh, not this as is much, like, the, though
0: there is the, like, yeah, he's walking slowly through the, the, bones, the Oval yeah. Office. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but it's weird because, like, I get... The way they constructed it in season one, it was, like, a special effect montage, right? So yes. I, I assume they couldn't, like, take the raw footage and make it not, like, weird-looking, <laughs> you know, like, not surreal. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's baked into it, like the, the glow and that kind of stuff. So that's why it doesn't quite match the Terminator 3 stuff, which really does look like, you know, stock footage from Terminator 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey, I, you know, we make fun of that, but, hey, all power to them, right? Whatever, right? Oh, totally. Uh, you
0: got to do what you got to, you know... If and. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a that's an easy way for producing television to get something like that especially back then when uh special effects were a lot of money and took a lot of time
2: so it's cool to see all that and yeah that is like you know that's a worst case scenario Like who becomes president starts some kind of nuclear war
0: you know there we are yeah. and enjoys um, it
2: yeah and he that, and that's like his greatest fear at yeah. this point like like achieving you know ultimate power and then destroying the world although they don't show him like enjoying it as much in this one they like, kind of zoom in on him uh, like we don't yeah, see like that, the... just
0: like placid content look on his face. <laughs> yeah, you know?
2: that's true. Like, like, like admiring his handiwork. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, world. like,
0: are we saying that his greatest fear is becoming even more powerful than his father, and, becoming the absolute more worst version of what he could be?
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. guess that's what it would be. So that's what's in the episode.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now that you've watched the deleted scene, Matt, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us about? The second deleted scene in this episode.
0: This is very strange, and I wonder, is there any talk in the companion of where this fits in, or was this just supposed to be part of the President Lex thing?
2: Yes, and the companion, Al Goff, has this to say. Basically, it was something that I never liked, but the writer sort of pushed Lex Lightmare of marrying his mother. It just had no climax, especially when you look at the other scenes. The change was last minute. We were down the road with shooting, and the final scene was completely constructed in post. So... Oh. They 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 did this because they didn't necessarily like the whole, you know, Lillian Luther, yeah, you know, L- marriage To, death to recap
0: thing. the scene for anybody that hasn't yeah, watched yes. it. Uh it is uh it's eerily similar to a wedding that's going to happen in a couple of years. Um but we're slow pushing in in the Luther uh mansion and Lex is standing there with a bride who's got a veil over her face and he pulls the veil back and it's Lillian, it's his mother. And he goes in for like it's all very edible and weird, but uh, he goes in for a hug and pulls away and realizes that she's bleeding and and he's stabbed her, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, we don't we don't
2: see that action, but it's like in the dream it doesn't happen. But, but as she tells him, like you killed you killed me, you killed Julian. I right. wish she were never born.
0: Right. He's That's like, the, don't you love me?
2: Yeah. He's like, there's n- what's left to love. You're you're just as evil as your father. And then he's like, don't say that. <laughs> and he like starts choking her to death. Uh, and then he wakes up. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, cool like to see it. President <laughs> Lex,
0: right? It, it, no, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, oh, I, President Lex was the better move, but there is something. But, there's something interesting here. I cannot make heads or tails of why he's marrying his mother.
2: Yeah. Well, it's some weird edible thing. Because even in, in Bound, on the last episode, Lionel has his one-off lion, right? Because Clark's talking to him in prison, mm-hmm. and he and Lionel's like, "They're all brunettes," and Clark's like, "Yeah." And I was like, yeah, hmm, they reminded him of Lillian. I'm like, why since when does mm-hmm. Lex Luthor have this Oedipal complex? Right. Uh, I don't but it's interesting because he's kind of fixated on his mom. He's like, well, you know, before my mother died and you know, he has this weird fixation because that's like the, the like, you know, life before it all
0: went to hell basically for him. Right. right. Um and he's But it's, it's this it, crazy repressed memory that we all know about.
2: N- <laughs> yes, exactly. And they brought, they brought back the actress, right, yeah. who played who played her. So this was like legit and she comes back again in season 5. So mm-hmm. like the good continuity here like I feel like Honestly, as cool as the President Lex scene was, although we'd seen it before with the Terminator Three footage this time around, this would have been this would have been more appropriate for the episode, I think, because it
0: would have been just as memorable. I think,
2: <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, it it ties into previous mobile continuity, so like yep. Julian and his mom and the reason she killed Julian was, you know, and all those things. And then we have you know the whole like weird thing with his mom that they kind of hinted at the last episode. Uh, we have his greatest fear of like you know, I get that. I mean that tracks for me too. Like yeah, his greatest fear is he's he's the cause of, of all like his mother dying and his brother dying mm-hmm. and all those things of destroying his own family and destroying becoming his, his father, yeah. Which is his mother tells him he's becoming his father, which is his worst fear. So, I honestly, I think, I mean, you say the president elect is the better move. I think this might have this might have fit in better,
0: in my opinion. Uh, maybe okay. Um, the, the, the marrying the mom thing is just is throwing me off. Yeah, um, it's weird. Like I don't know why it had very to be straight. that. Like I get, I get. Al or Miles, whoever that quote was, decision there.
2: <laughs> Al Miles, yeah. Al Miles. <laughs> as, they're, as they're described. Uh, no, no, I, I get, yeah, I, I get why they were like, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, at that point, just leave it. You've already done so much weird stuff in season four. You're telling me that this has to be changed? Yeah, <laughs> <So>. okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so Lex wakes up. He's fine. They know the vaccine's going to work. They're going to vaccinate the whole town. The day is saved. So then we cut to Lionel, who's apparently wearing Lex's white suit from the season premiere. <laughs> and and he comes out of jail. Like I, I just like, don't you have to leave jail with what you went in there with? I don't yeah. know. Where did he get this white <laughs> suit? the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but he's strolling out. You know, he's got his little sack of whatever he had. Um, there's this big black limo. He looks in the window. He kind of peers in, laughs, jumps in, says, ah, I should have known. And then it drives I off. I should have known. I should have known. And at this <laughs> point, I think that they're not sure how they're going to play it. So, again... Much like the Jason nightmare, good job on keeping right. everything vague enough, <laughs> right? Yep. We can go in any direction. I mean, obviously, Dr. Swan, you know, Chris Reeve had passed away at this point, right? So right. they know they couldn't use Dr. Swan. In theory, it could have been the Swan Foundation either through him or Bridget Crosby, mm-hmm. who the, at the time everybody thought, oh, this is Bridget Crosby because she had picked up uh, Lionel's cellmate from the prison, right. Right, like just a few episodes okay. ago in the exact same way. So you're like, oh, okay. And it transfers. And uh, the other one would be G- uh, Genevieve Teague because we've seen her in a big black limo, and the Luthers and the Teagues have some kind of relationship, I guess. Or at least I don't know if that's even established at this point. Uh, I mean, who who do you think it is, and who would make the most sense in your opinion, Matt?
0: I don't. Uh, it's it's because season four is still quite a blank in my mind. Like honestly, listening to your show the past couple of weeks has has reminded me of a lot of stuff. I, 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 dude, I don't feeling, I don't
2: I don't remember either. Yeah, m- I, my I just,
0: feeling yeah. would be. Just, just knowing where we're at with the show—that it's Genevieve. Though I, I agree with you. I don't remember how much they tied the Luthers in with the Teagues here yet, or if uh, I feel, I what feel like I'm it's probably explained season in, four, uh, season seven, retcon stuff.
2: I feel like it's probably in a deleted scene, Matt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, watch it be they, the, so the the crux of the next episode, and neither of us no, remember it. Totally,
2: we're, we're such idiots. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I want to say there is a scene where dr quinn tells lionel when i got you out of prison
0: <laughs> like i would well, i like okay, i see it great. in my head like
2: it's like she's holding like a, a glass of wine or something <laughs> she's like, I, can, she's I can see of it scotch
0: glasses from the yeah. mini bar <laughs> yes. yeah
2: i could see it in my head i don't we'll, we'll see that's what's fun about season four because i you know i don't revisit it very much so i don't have, I have like an encyclopedic memory like i have with some other seasons right again this but, is a um, new
0: episode to me so this <laughs> is great
2: Exactly, uh, so we get the the, the Kins and Clark back at home, and they're and they're talking about you know Clark, which is going to go in there and reveal a secret to save the day, mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, so that's interesting discussion to be had there. They also talk about uh, Clark Clark's nightmare about Lana has has convinced him like yeah I can definitely never tell Lana my secret, and Johnson's like well son I don't know if it's Lana, but I'm sure mm-hmm. someday there will be someone you can tell. So.
0: It's a great little scene from them. It, it, it's also weird to have it in the middle of this episode when it's just, the episode has <laughs> been clipping along from minute uh-huh. one, you know, uh, but then it does feel like the the tone shifts here and kind of goes back to the the CW small bill of it. You
2: know? mm-hmm. well, and, well, and then speaking of our next scene is Lana and Jason, and she's like, right. hey, she, br- she brought Chinese food to the rescue. And and, is uh, this the
0: first version of like this type of scene? Because this reminds me of like um, Lois and Oliver in Justice and... What do you mean? Uh, we're, we're like the, the like literally both scenes are the girlfriend comes in back or ready to go do whatever they were going to do or bring food or whatever. And he's just standing there waiting to tell her that it's over.
2: Oh, okay. I, I hmm. I'll keep an eye out for that, but it is a very, it is a trope of some kind. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, Oh, well, yeah. Like she's just like, well, if I would have waited, would you be gone? You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. his,
0: his answer to that is good. But. There you go. Like, I'll, no, I'll be you here. would have found me sitting here trying to figure out what to say.
2: <laughs> and so he's going to leave because he lived there, right? Wrapping back around mm-hmm. to <laughs> what we were talking about earlier, he's packing his little bag. Maybe maybe it was just his overnight bag. Maybe he was going to stay that that weekend. And then he Same implications
0: mind. here. Okay.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, it is established in season five.
0: I know. They did not
2: have a physical relationship of intimacy to that degree. Um... But anyway, <laughs> he. Uh, but see, this is this is where I'm really starting to get confused about season four. I'm like, is, are they breaking up? I don't even know what's going on in this scene because I don't know who lives where or what was decided uh, on or what's going on. So,
0: uh, aren't they breaking up? Like he's saying that it's over. He's got to go.
2: But he's not gonna live he's there not, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking a break. Like I right. just, I, I, their whole relationship from the jump has been so ill-defined. <laughs> we like, feel like Clark. <laughs> yeah i feel like it just it happened so fast didn't even know was what was <laughs> happening i really do uh you <laughs> know i feel bad for lana here right because well she said like if there's one thing i learned about my relationship with clark is when people are lying to me <laughs> it's like damn uh <laughs> because he says he's leaving because of all this craziness and and like he he doesn't want to be that person who has to go to lex for a job like it's a it's a it's a nice attempt at a cover story jason but we all know it's bs right
0: right right so, so why why do you think he's really leaving matt I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be related to the to the mom thing, right?
2: Yeah, something she because she even says that has to do with your mom. You've been yeah, weird you've been ever weird since, since I your mother showed up. Yeah, so I mean that, that that's, and again, these these are things that I either don't remember that well, or I know for a fact season four does not explain very well. So we'll we'll keep an eye on this. Yeah, totally. uh, But but hey, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Lana was afraid people were going to leave her life, right? Mm-hmm. and here's Jason walking out of her life. So that was, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought that tied
0: together pretty well. And it did feel like, a, it does feel like a breakup at the end of this scene, because doesn't he like, like kiss her and she looks off oh, all kind yeah. of upset. And...
2: Yeah. Because, because having much like you, having not remembered the specifics, I expected them to like passionately kiss. and am like, all right, we're going to work this out. Right. But instead no, he just kind of like, h- hugs her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. A so, uh, little, a little out of the peck on the cheek or a hug or something. I yeah. <laughs> Didn't remember it then. Can't remember it now. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so he, so he leaves, and uh, and then we get the, we get a song "Falling" by Mindy Smith. Not not, not a uh, again. Not remembering much of this episode, I didn't remember this song very well. But hey, it's here, and it fits. It's very it fits in the Smallville catalog of songs. Um, yeah, thank and, you for um,
0: your efforts, Mindy. Yeah, <laughs> tonight's music brought
2: to you by. So we get a last scene here with Clark and Chloe, and they're at the te- t- 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 torch. I almost said Alex. they're at the torch great same yeah (sighs) five redress the torch it's a five-letter word starts with a t give me a break wow yeah so that's why i get them confused our two female leads it's they're both of their bases of operations so give me a break anyway so chloe's all like freaking out like luther court won't give me a quote and can't believe this and blah 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 and she's really over it Exaggerating her drama with this because, and I thought this is pretty true to life, right? Yep. She's dealing with other stuff, <laughs> so it's it's coming out like I'm frustrated about this, but she's really frustrated about this other thing, right? Um,
0: and she's and, been um, too afraid, clearly, to tell her friend about this, tell anybody about this. Yeah, well, Clark of all people would understand keeping secret. <laughs>
2: uh, but uh, but see this, and this is where I was confused. Like she uh, she she's like, I found my mom, Clark. And he's like, Oh wow, that's great. He's like, No, it's not great. She's in a mental institution. So I was like, Wait. Did she think about her mom, bef- like because of this vision, and that's how she found out about the the disease, or oh, because that would make sense? Was
0: that before this she had found out about that she had been thinking about it, she'd been worried about it, so that when this when she gets hit with scarecrow toxin, that's <laughs> that's what comes out, you know?
2: Well, no, no, I agree. Like like eventually they came around to that because she's like she'd only known about it for a little bit, but but watching it not knowing, I was just confused. I was like, wait. How did she just find this out just now? You know, I, I didn't mm. realize that she was telling Clark that she had done this in the past. I mean the, the scene eventually does come this around for a to while. it, yeah. but it was it was confusing, I think. Uh, and so I don't know if this doesn't really track. Like I liked it in season two, and it was simple. Like she was from a broken home, and her mom ran off, mm-hmm. and that's why she has abandonment and attachment issues, and that was right. fine.
0: But again, (laughs) Smallville
2: can't leave well enough alone. We got 10 seasons. (laughs) We got to stretch all these story threads out. So first she was just, Chloe was a broken home. Okay. Then it was, my mom has a mental illness and it's hereditary. Okay. My mom is a meteor freak and Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's like you keep (laughs) upping the game. So what did you think of all this?
0: Well, now I'm wondering if this was an ad in this episode just because they needed to have her um, have some sort of nightmare and they couldn't. Come up with something because it, I, like, presumably her nightmare would look a lot like Lana's. Um, with mm. just like I, the people in my Management life issues. keep living, yeah. it keep leaving. Yeah.
2: Well, um, it's interesting that Lex's original nightmare was about his mom, and Chloe's right. is about her mom, and then Lana's mom is in
0: it. So, um, there, there's oh, a thread. Yeah. Everybody dreams <laughs> about their moms, <laughs> Martha. So there's history about dreaming about your moms, and yeah, hmm. Yeah. Mm. Someone was reading
2: some Sigmund Freud before writing this episode, <laughs> I think. But um but no, this is a good scene between the two of them. I love what Clark says here, he's like because they're, they're trying to have a bonding moment. He's like people think they're so close to you, but they have no idea what you're really going through, right? And yeah. I think that's a th- and that is like a universal truth, I think. You know? Sure. And but because it's something like, that
0: they always they always do focus on the show, you know, like this is the, the show of lies and secrets. That that's <laughs> yes. very much a well, theme for the whole series.
2: She asked Clark what his greatest fear was, and it was everyone being... I guess everyone's greatest fear is just
0: being alone, being alone. everyone being dead, right? <laughs>
2: Clark's like, everybody... Because that's what he tells you, like, everybody was gone, everybody was dead. So that was, that was more like his greatest fear after he woke up, you know? Right, right. Uh, well, actually, that's what he says. He's like, oh, it's when I woke up, right? And, and that makes sense. And that was his... And going back to Hourglass, right? I mean, that was his... He was really afraid of that feature. He sees all the graveyards, the mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the gravestones, headstones and stuff. That was really cool. So, uh, so they have this bonding moment here about this, and Chloe's like, well... I like to say I'll always be there for you, but I really can't say that anymore because of this hereditary disease. And it's like, this is them, like you said, Matt, them setting up, Chloe's going to have a bad ending, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But again, they, they're they're putting, especially with this, like they're, they've, are they over the series, they put a lot of things into play at whether it's going to be that she's going crazy, that she's a meteor freak, that she's whatever, you know, like this is just the first version of this. After they fake kill her at the end of season three, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Right? Um, but yeah, we, we end, it's like,
2: it's just kind of a, I don't know, this was a good scene. It was a weird kind of scene to end on because Chloe's like, ah, I can't, you know, I've been walking around with this secret for months. I can't imagine living like that. She's like, if you can't, Clark, I'm not, you don't have to tell me, you know, it's, it's odd that you were the only person that survived this. You know, I understand. I told you, I promised someone's going to investigate you. That's fine. But hey, I'm your best friend. If you can't tell me, who can you tell? Yeah. And then it kind of ends on that note,
0: which is a nice, nice out for the series. You know, for the um, uh, episode, though, it just doesn't feel it, like I was saying. There's just that shift in this episode in tone right at at the um, Kent scene, or mm-hmm. the, Kent, uh, or after, the, the after the climax. Scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just comes right back down to it. But it's thinking of how this episode starts so stark and odd. <laughs> um, I would have liked to see a little, little stranger at the end.
2: Yeah, because structurally it is odd. Because I mean, it, they they saw the problem with about like a good twelve minutes left in the episode. Right. <laughs> so it's right. just let's wind this down. And but now we all have to talk about these it. characters. Yeah, let's talk about our feelings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> I don't know how it should have ended. I just felt like I this was and again this was a good scene. I just felt like I was waiting for another scene after this to like really properly right. end the episode.
0: So, popular question of the day: What is Clark Kent's worst nightmare? When I woke up, everyone that I knew was gone.
1: I was completely alone.
0: I wish I could say that I'll always be there for you, but
2: somehow I get the feeling that may not be a promise I can keep. You were the only one that came out of it, Clark. And I don't think it's because you've been taking your vitamins.
0: Chloe. Look, you know what? You don't have to tell me. I know that I gave you my word that I was going to stop all of this
2: prying, but in these last few months, I really got a taste of
0: what it was like to keep my mom secret. And I've never felt more alone.
1: It's weird when people think they're so close to you, but have no idea what you're really going through.
2: Yeah. I'd hate to live my whole life like that. After fessing up, it's amazing how quickly that feeling of loneliness disappears. I mean, if you can't tell your best friend, who can you tell? Right, Clark? Scare got an 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. And Neil Bailey from Superman Homepage gave it a 1 out of 5. So, (laughs) Neil... Neil is, Neil is on a streak of ones here. And uh, in his super short review, this is what he says, to just add some context. Um, Lana is the focus of another man's perverse fantasy. Chloe goes, boodly, bootily, bootily. Clark is really cruel to some poor guard who did nothing to <laughs> but join the guard <laughs> union. And Lex is a bad guy for stopping someone from trespassing in a fertilizer plant. One of five. So... Again, I post his wow. reviews to our our social media. Uh, you guys can read them at your own uh, at your own leisure and uh, see where he's coming from. But uh, like, I understand why he would rank, you know, Jinx or uh, well, not. Jinx was actually a lot better than I thought too. But like, Spell and even Bound is questionable. Mm-hmm. But it kind of like Bound was actually a lot better than I remember. Um, but uh, but man, Neil Neil's drinking the hater aid for <laughs> <this> <laughs> you. Guys, you guys thought I hated it season four. Um, so anyway, so that being said, Matt, on the letter grade scale, what would you give? Scare.
0: I don't find it nearly as offensive as Neil Bailey did, Uh, but it's it's just it's a passing grade. So I'm going to give it a C. There's nothing super important about it, but it was I liked it as it was clipping along there. It felt fun. We got some cool uh, visuals and stuff for the future. I really liked the meteor sequence and uh, even the changes. uh, I still really liked the president Lex stuff. So I'm going with C. All
2: right. C for you. Uh, I'm going to give this a surprisingly higher score. I'm going to give this a B plus.
0: Whoa, okay,
2: yeah, because I mean, like, I think it really did move along very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I felt, I felt a lot of the the drama, the tension. Like, it wasn't too. There wasn't a lot of contrivances here. Like, everything actually did kind of make sense. Um, Even yeah, it's great that Jason was taken off the board immediately, so we didn't have to deal with him (laughs) until the very end (laughs) of the episode. You know, Um, so yeah, this was a a very solid. Lex, you know, doing the right thing was cool, you know? Uh, like you said mm-hmm. you expect him to be all evil nefarious like here, but he's not that. And um and yeah, and, and Clark having to like do, do you know, be self-sufficient cuz everybody is just falling, you know, a passing out around him. You know, he can't yeah. he can't go to, Chloe didn't you know give him all the answers this week, you know. Molana um, helped. So. <laughs> yeah, she helped with the Google <laughs> search, correct. Uh so so yeah, so I'm I'm going to give it a plus. This was a solid episode of Smallville. Um uh, and a good way to give you some insight into the characters. And uh, and really did uh, really did enjoy what they did with pretty much everybody, but, but Jason, which again, he's such a question mark, <laughs> you know? right? Right. It's hard to judge, but, uh, but anyway.
0: As the theme of season four, if you take out some of the Jason Lana stuff, it's actually yeah. pretty
2: good. That's true. I'm thinking about re-editing season four. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's go to the tally board. So we have a episode title, set an episode plus one, so that brings us to thirty so far, and we have a okay. plus five for hospital visits, Matt, a plus 5. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to 56 hospital visits for our characters. Uh, so How many episodes?
0: Hey, hold on, I've got the I'm, All right, this is the 76th episode of the show. Mm. That's insane that we've people up. in the hospital. We're going to catch you up. Matt. You're going to I have it. faith.
2: Yeah. remember season 8 I mean, like, yeah. one of our characters works at the hospital. <laughs> and we have
0: two hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: right. Smallville and <laughs> Metropolis. Although, I think they repaint the Smallville set, so they never go back to Smallville Hospital after they Oh, uh, okay. Oh, did we not see it? Okay. Metropolis. I don't know. Keep an eye out. Smallville but, uh, Medical yeah. Center. Uh, it, it's, it's way more difficult to repaint a set than to redress a set, so it's not like the torch. <laughs> 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 uh, so, and then the Bechtel test. Uh, this one is a fail, I believe. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm thinking. There's just there's no time for anybody to talk to anybody. That's no, no, plot. people are just
2: passing out left and right. There's no time. Yeah. So. Oh boy. So there you have it.
0: And and two honorary Lana kills, but they're just dreams, so it's fine. <laughs> two.
2: Hon- oh, and one honorary wedding, right? Because we right, have a deleted yeah. scene of a dream, right? I thought about that too, but it's a deleted scene, and it was a dream anyway. But uh, there you have. But don't worry, guys. We'll have a wedding next week. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So Matt,
2: a lot of fun talking about Scare with you. Where can people find you out there on the internet, man?
0: Oh, always on uh, Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. Uh, we've been a little dark for a while. Uh, but We've got our backlog uh, and uh, uh, our Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, hit us up and find us and hopefully enjoy the episodes if you're a big Superman fan.
2: And I recommend it. So, All right, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M-O-R-E-O-N-Z-A-C-H. I'm also the host of another podcast, Standard Orbit, on the Trek FM Podcasting network where you talk about all things old and new Captain Kirk at the Enterprise over there. You can find us on Twitter at Trek FM. And as for the podcast here, you can find us on Twitter at always with one S. Find us on Facebook at always. And you can send us an email at alwaysMallville at gmail.com once again with one s.
0: Alright, well, that's gonna do it. <laughs> that was scare, man. <laughs> Another one on the books. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, just cross off the list. <laughs> but stay tuned next time for unsafe. But until then, always hold the
1: spot.